This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast. I am so confused about why I said podcast with such a high pitch at the end. Um, but I'm also so excited that you're here. I love doing this show so much. I love communicating with you guys and hearing your ideas and hearing your pain points about freelancing and your excitement about freelancing and everything in between. So today's episode is going to be about juggling multiple clients. And this was brought to me on Instagram stories. Somebody uh, sent me a message and asked me to talk about this. So that's what I'm talking about. I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you guys ever have topics that you'd like me to talk about, please, please, please send them to me. Instagram stories seems to be a really great way uh, to communicate or Instagram DM. So you can go ahead and DM me at a journey east underscore with the requests. You can always use a journeyeast.com slash to ask to ask questions, which usually spur topic ideas. And uh, you can also join my Facebook group. So let's get into it, shall we? Welcome to the Freelance Friday podcast. My name is Latasha James and I'm your host. This podcast is a deep dive into the challenging, exciting, and oh so rewarding world of freelancing. From tips and advice to interviews with the people who are doing it right, this show is for anyone looking to get their hands a little bit dirty and make monetizing their passion a reality. Let's get started. Okay, so I'm really kind of going off the cuff with this because I feel like I don't have a lot of great advice, to be honest with you. It's one of those things where you kind of just have to do it to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, working with multiple clients can be challenging, but I do think that it is, it's it's a necessary evil, I guess. Like if you really want to move forward and, and move the needle with your business, you do need to take multiple clients. If this is just your side hustle or it's just, you know, something that you want to try out to get experience to maybe find a full-time job or something like that, yeah, maybe just taking one client is going to work for you or also maybe if you have one giant client, <laughs> giant client, that's funny. I don't know why. I feel like that should have been, should be a hashtag. Um, but for a while I was doing that where, you know, I'd went from freelancing full-time to working a full-time job and still freelancing with multiple clients and then getting one really big client and working a full-time job. So I was just doing that for a while and different arrangements work for different people is the gist of what I'm trying to say. But I think for most of us, you know, to really make whatever it is that we're doing this for, whether it's this a certain income or just a certain experience, you kind of do need to take multiple clients at some point in your life. And I also just want to say that before we get into the episode that I love taking multiple clients because it's fun. Like I do this because I love it. I don't do it really for any other reason. That's my major source of motivation is that it's fun and that it's interesting and that I'm learning new skills all the time. And so taking just one client can be, it makes it, it's just like not quite as fun for me. I love being able to do different things and try different tactics and take different types of photos and all of that stuff. So there is definitely a lot of benefit to working with multiple clients. However, there's also 
a little bit of a level of stress that comes with it. So that's what we're going to be covering today. So I guess I'll start with just sharing the tools that help me juggle multiple clients. And to be honest, it's really just like two tools. Uh, It's Google Drive, which I think a lot of people forget about. I don't know why. Google Drive is everything to me. I have Google Drives for all of my different email addresses. And um, for my business, I have Google Drive folders for every single client that I work with. So I give them their own folder just on day one, and I file away every single document that we use together. So like our contracts, any invoices, um, you know, just all of that boring paperwork stuff. And then I also give them folders for different types of content. So most clients, you know, they'll need to send me images to post on their social media. I'll need to share uh, communication plans and social media plans back and forth to get approval for certain things from them. Sometimes I'll have them upload documents like FAQ documents or branding guidelines or whatever. And it's just really easy to have a Google Drive folder because most people know how to use Google Drive already. So there's not a huge learning curve to it and everything's available in the cloud regardless of the device that I'm on. I can access it on my phone, on my laptop, on my iMac. Um, on my friend's laptop if I'm spending the night somewhere or whatever like it's just all very easily accessible so I love that and it's just a really easy way for me to separate all my different clients. Google Drive does have a limit to how much you're allowed to store there so I just get in the habit of moving things off of Google Drive and onto a hard drive once I'm done working with the client and or once things just don't become relevant anymore. Like if the client and I just kind of stop sharing images back and forth, they don't need their own folder anymore. So I can just move their documents onto a hard drive. Um, And then the other main tool that I use is Asana. I am like an Asana stan. I've been using Asana for probably like six years now or something like that. My first boss, she had a small agency and I was the social media manager, freelance social media manager. Um, she used that with me and I just like loved it and it really hasn't changed very much over the years like it's still pretty much just its basic task management tool so anyway I use this to communicate with people that I work with and I also just use it as a to-do list for myself so in Asana and, and just to back things up for those of you who are not familiar Asana is a task management tool so it's essentially just a giant list where you can check off different tasks and you can share documents within it. You can add different people to your team and communicate with them. So like if I assign a project to um, somebody on my team, I can tag them and say, hey, heads up, I just assigned this to you or hey, heads up, like this is what I mean by this or, you know, whatever. You can send notes back and forth. It is super cool and it's free. Like the plan that I use is free. So I have all my clients divided up by project. So projects are like big folders essentially and then within the folders or projects you can have different tasks so for an example I have um, a journey east is like my website a journeyeast.com so I have that as a project and then anything within that so you know take new images for website is going to be a task schedule tweets for the week whatever those are all tasks so then with the tasks again like I can assign it to different members of the team different subcontractors myself whatever I want to do and I can complete the task and everything's organized really nicely and I just love it it keeps everything really organized because it is hard when you have like five different clients plus your own stuff that you're working on to keep track of who 
needs what, the schedule of everything, what you've accomplished. It's just really overwhelming. So that way I just get in the habit of every single day I go through my asana and I look at what I have due for the day and that's pretty much it. Like, and then if I have extra time, I'll go ahead and, you know, look ahead in the rest of the week schedule and get things checked off for the rest of the week. So that's honestly how I organize things. Like it's not super complex. I think everybody finds a system that works for them. I know a lot of people like to use calendars and like planners, which I actually love planners and I feel like I get it. Like I get why they're, they work for people, but I just can't get in a habit of using one for some reason. So Asana is basically my planner. It's just like a digital version. And you know what? That's actually another good point too, is I do use my calendar as well. So I'll be sure to block off time on my calendar if I know I have something big coming up. And for that, I just use Google Calendar because again, I get the notifications on my phone and it's easily accessible on any device and things like that. Another thing I guess I should know about having multiple clients, particularly for social media, is that having a few phones does not hurt, (laughs) specifically when it comes to Instagram. So Instagram allows you to log into, ah, shoot, and I don't know how many it is. I want to say it's either five or seven. You can log into multiple accounts on Instagram and kind of switch in between them really easily so you don't have to log in and log out, but you can only do a certain number, and I I think it's five for some reason, but it, it might be more. Either way, it's not 20, you know, so if you have 20 clients or even like 10 clients and plus a couple other, you know, personal Instagrams or whatever, you know, one phone isn't going to cut it. Otherwise, you're going to be logging in and logging out and it is such a pain. And whenever I log out of Instagram, like fully log out, I lose all of my drafts. I don't know if anybody else has that, but I personally draft a lot of posts and it's really irritating. So having a couple of phones doesn't hurt. And I mean, I have a couple of little hacks to this, I guess. I have my regular phone and then I also have a, an old phone that is just another iPhone, but it's kind of not that great of a version. It's it's old and it doesn't work very well. For a while, I kept service on it just so I could have like a work phone and a personal phone. And I was like, this is silly. This is a waste of money. But I am going to keep the phone and just use Wi-Fi. So now whenever I am at home and I need to post Instagram posts or even like if I'm working at a coffee shop or something like that, co-working space, whatever, I can use my second phone and log into different accounts. So you don't need to like buy a whole separate phone package. You can usually just use an old phone with Wi-Fi. I also, this is on my to-do list. I haven't done this yet, but I think that I'm going to buy a prepaid, like, you know how you can go to um, like Target or Walmart and buy like a, a prepaid phone. A lot of people use them. There's nothing wrong with them. They work just fine. And Anyway, I think I'm going to buy an Android version because I was thinking about it and especially for Squarespace design, which I do now for clients, it would be nice to be able to test on an Android. And right now, the only person I even know with an Android phone is my partner. So I'm always like borrowing his phone. Hey, can I test this website on your phone? So I think I'm going to buy a prepaid Android phone just so I have a device to test things on. And then that's another phone that I can use for logging in and out of Instagram for clients accounts. So that is one other trick that I have, I guess, is sometimes it can be a lot to have um, all these different social accounts that you're managing. And also you might just want to designate like which phone is going to be your personal phone and which phone is going to have all of your client stuff because, you know, it can be overwhelming to have like 20 million 
Twitter accounts that you're logged into and like, you know, sometimes you just want to tune up from work a little bit and just scroll your feed, you know? So yeah, those things definitely help. But beyond that, I guess I can also just speak to not taking on more than you can chew. You know, it's tough because when you're first starting, you know, you really just want to get clients and it is really hard to say no to money. Like, let's just be honest, we're, we're all humans. And if somebody's like, hey, I'm willing to pay you for something, it's hard to say no sometimes. But it is really important to know when is enough and to scale gracefully, you know, to scale slowly um, or, or quickly if that's your, your goal. But for most of us who are freelancing, who are doing this as a side hustle, whatever, like you have to scale slowly because you can't just go from zero to a hundred, you know? So I make sure to vet my clients really kind of intensely and make sure that we're going to be a good fit together and that it's going to be mutually beneficial and that I have the bandwidth to give them what they're looking for. If I don't have the bandwidth personally, then I know that I either need to outsource and, you know, work with another um, freelancer or subcontractor or somebody on my team to, you know, make this work for them, or I need to just politely decline the project. So I try to do a good estimate based on hours for my projects. So when a client comes to me and says, hey, like I need you know, new um, profile icons for my Instagram story highlights. I've done that project before, so I know about how many hours that's going to take me. And then I look at my schedule for the next month or few weeks and see, do I actually have time to do this? And I try to keep the weekends out of that. Like I try to say, do I have time to do this during the week? Because often I do work on the weekends, but I never want to be at that point because that's kind of my last resort. You know, that should be my extra time for doing things if my back is really up against the wall. I don't want to budget for that, if that makes sense. So when I do have to pass on a project, I feel I'm I'm pretty lucky in that I do have a really great bunch of resources to provide them. Uh, one of the benefits to taking one of my courses is that I pretty much put you into a pool of backups, essentially. So when somebody comes to me and says, hey, I need a social media manager, I need an Instagram post every day, and that's just not something that I have the bandwidth for, I look through people who have taken my courses and see what they're doing, and if they are somebody who seems to be specializing in Instagram, if there's somebody who I've talked to and and has expressed interest in that, whatever, I will pass them along to that person. So I try not to ever just tell people flat out no. (laughs) I try to find solutions for them because even though I'm not necessarily gaining anything from that, it does show that I care and it, it just... Is, is a good look, you know? It's all a part of the customer experience. And even if you're not serving them now, who knows, in a year I might be serving them. They might need something else and I might have an opening. So I want them to think of me. With multiple clients, I also try to batch, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like batch produce. I do batch production for everything when it comes to my personal brand, my YouTube videos, my podcasts. I record those all in batches for the most part. I very rarely do them one by one. And I try to do the same thing with client work too. You know, if I'm scheduling for Twitter for a client, I'm going to schedule everybody's Twitter or at least multiple people's posts when I have the time. You know, obviously sometimes you're, you only have an hour in a day to do stuff. So you need to be selective about what needs to be done. But if I just have a free day, I'm going to just be like, okay, this is scheduling day. Okay, this is content creation day. This is filming day, whatever, so that you're not like doing all of those things separately because all those things take a lot of time just to get set up, just to get your scheduling tool set up and all of your your image download sites 
queued up and you know just your whole process like the groove that you're in it takes a while to get in that groove so doing that every day versus doing it one day and then the next day can be again like your production day you get your lights out and get your products ready and um, you know get the lighting right and the sound right that's one day to do that every day takes so so much time and energy so I definitely try to do that for clients and that has helped me so much versus just doing everything kind of real time so yeah that's it for juggling multiple clients short and sweet one this week I hope you enjoyed it let me know what some of your tricks are for juggling multiple clients, you can tweet me at a journey east or Instagram me at a journey east underscore. I love to hear your tricks and tips. And that's it. I will talk to you on the next episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to let me know. Rating this podcast is a huge help, and you can also tweet me at A Journey East with comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Lastly, make sure to join my private Facebook group, Money Making Micro Influencer, if you're interested in elevating your influence and taking charge of your personal brand. There are so many like-minded, bright individuals in there, and it's a place I love to offer up free advice and a little bit of extra fun into. You can find it by searching Facebook for Money Making Micro Influencer. It'll also be linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.